and that it shall not fail, that the word does all its work on its own behalf. Therefore, we're faithful to hear it and attend to it, and our lives are changed forever because of it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 The title of this message is The Tongue of the Wise. The Tongue of the Wise. And that's found in Proverbs 12, 18. If you have your Bible, please wave it and make the devil mad. The devil doesn't want you knowing your rights and authority more than he does. Amen. So we're supposed to know the word more than the devil. Amen. Because sometimes he'll use it, that trickery, foul serpent that he is, to try to twist the truth, to bring you into non-truth and false doctrine. And Paul warned us of that and admonished us of that, that in the last days some will depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils that come against the truth of the word of the living God. If you can't find at least three verses on it, it ain't doctrine. Amen forever. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, Paul said, every word shall be established. So if you don't have two or three verses on a subject, it cannot be doctrine according to the word of the living God. Can I get an amen? All right. Proverbs 12, 18. There is that speaketh like piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. This message is on healing today. I don't know if you know this on YouTube, you can check it out, but TSA, all the managers of TSA had a meeting, I mentioned it before, and they said by mid-September, all TSA employees will be masked. Then come mid-October, everyone traveling TSA must be masked, another mask mandate. And then come mid-December, another COVID, another pandemic, just like before, right before the elections. So if you don't know this time, you're just stupid, amen? If they're trying the same thing and you fail again, you're just ignorant, and I pray for your dumb, feeble mind. Amen forever. (laughs) There is that that speaketh like piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Say, my tongue is health and healing to all my flesh. Let's go to Proverbs. One of my favorite verses that led me out of a year and a half chronic illness. I was 150 pounds around 2005 when the Lord called me and appeared to me in a vision and said, feed my sheep. And I had a vision actually of Laguna Hills and the rolling hills there when she took me up in a vision and pierced that with me, that word that's pierced me for all time. Feed my sheep. But this verse did me much good to come out of that infirmity and praise God, I've been healed ever since. Affliction has tried to come. Chronic illness has tried to return, but we resist it with the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Can I get an amen? Amen. If you overcome in one area, the devil's licked in that area for good. Amen. Praise God forever. Say, I'm more than an overcomer through him who loved me. Proverbs 4.20 says, my son, and again, when you see son, you can add daughter there as well. Male and female, he created them both equally. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. If you keep them in your eyes long enough and coming out your mouth long enough, they will make their way into your heart in which proceeds all the issues of life. The wisest, richest man, King Solomon said that'll ever live. For they are life to those who find them and health, say health. The original Hebrew there says medicine, medicine to all their flesh. Notice the word, the living word is health and medicine to all your flesh, all the way down to your little pinky toe up to the top hair on your head, which is all numbered by God, by the way. Amen forever. So if you have uh, hair foliage falling out, you're losing your hair, you better take that up with the Holy Ghost and God and say, hey, what's up? Every hair's numbered. I'm done counting, okay? Come on back. And I don't need Rogaine to grow back, amen? Just read the word just like Kenneth Copeland does. Has a beautiful head of hair in his late 80s, amen? Speaks to his hair every morning, I found out, getting up, amen? And so do I. Clarissa started believing in a white and black head for me. She says, I like the speckled look. What's it called? Salt and pepper. And I said, but I don't. (laughs) So that was a curse I had to overcome. A word curse, which every curse is, is words. And started confessing, I have a beautiful head of hair. I rebuke all gray in Jesus' precious name. I'm too young. I'm only 40 years young, Lord. Amen. But the word is health, healing and medicine to all our flesh, keep your heart. So the words are supposed to be in your heart where your storehouse and treasure is of the kingdom of the living God. Keep your heart with all diligence. (sighs) 
For out of it spring the issues of life. For out of it spring the issues of life. Then go with me to another verse that healed me from a chronic illness, Matthew 8, 17. And this is the verse the Lord's had me on all week meditating. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. I like how detailed Matthew is because he was a tax collector. So we have to take advantage of those details. Amen? Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. By the way, we got our flyers in. We ordered 3,000 flyers, and I'm supposed to distribute those by November 1st. <laughs> When our first month's payments due, amen? I got 3,000 of them. So far, I've distributed three. So if you'd like to take some and help me, the Lord will bring you people to give those flyers to. I went to the gym yesterday and put them on the biggest trucks in the parking lot I could possibly see. The ones that take up the most gas, yeah, those ones. I didn't put them on the electric cars. I didn't put them on the Teslas because the Lord's raising up an army, amen? Praise God. Say amen, somebody. Amen. amen. Although those are the ones that need it. I'll get to them later. Amen. Matthew 8, chapter 8. Let's start at verse 13. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way, and as you have believed. Highlight that verse if you don't. As you have believed, so let it be done for you. Say for me. So faith's personal. It's between you and God. As you have believed, Jesus said, so let it be done for you. Faith moves God. And his servant was healed that same hour. When you read the Gospels, all of them, there's not one healing that took place in the life of Jesus that took place over an hour. They all took place immediately and under an hour. So this whole thing, I'm waiting for my healing. Ain't scriptural, amen? No, faith receives and faith receives now. Say faith is now. The work's already been done. It's up to your faith to peak reach out that arm of faith, and then take forcibly, which receives means, it means forcibly take. There's, and there's another verse that says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it, receive it by force. So faith is a force that receives everything God said. You don't have to wait for what God already accomplished over 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary, amen? Jesus himself, do you think Jesus is true? He said himself, I'm the way, the truth, and the life said on the cross, it is finished. No, it's not an ongoing act. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to go through it. Every healing in the Gospels was under an hour in the life and ministry of Christ. Can I get an amen? amen? And then if you want to do some further study, one out of every three healings, Jesus also dealt with a demon. And we don't see a lot of that in the church. But Jesus cast out demons everywhere he went. One-third of all the healings Jesus accomplished throughout the Gospels, a demon was dealt with. Amen forever. Because he's behind the sickness or a chronic infirmity, just like I had, a devil had to be dealt with. Amen? For a year and a half suffering, a devil had to be cast out because I opened the door. Amen? Amen forever. Christians can't be possessed. God's way too powerful, and so is your new spirit. But you can be tormented and afflicted. And it's your job to cast out the devil and keep the door shut on his ugly, defeated head. Amen? If you make him room in the back seat and let him give him an inch, he'll make his way to the front seat and end up driving the car eventually. Amen? So stop him at the door. Amen? Any little fox that tries to come in to spoil the vine, any little headache, I speak to it immediately. Any ringing that tries to come in my ear, I put my finger in my ear every time. Nope. And it bows down immediately. Amen? Catch the thief at the door, that foul little serpent. Amen? Keep him under your feet. He ain't as big as he thinks he is. And he has a lot of the church deceived. No, he's defeated, and Jesus is Lord. Jesus defeated him on the cross of Calvary. That's why he said, it is finished. Say, it's finished. Say, my healing's finished. My prosperity is finished. It's a finished work in heaven. Therefore, it should be in my life on earth. Say, I'm in agreement, God. With you, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and the Word of the Living God. Ain't no infirmity can come near my dwelling. I'm a joint heir with Christ. He ain't sick. He ain't depressed. He ain't despondent. He's in perfect peace. Just like me. Because I'm in Him, and He lives in me. Amen. 
See, you're more than an overcomer through Christ who loved you. More than an overcomer because he overcame and said it's finished. Amen forever. Say that with me one last time. Get it in your heart. Say, I am a violent, forceful, taken prophet of the Most High God. When I decree a thing, it is established and things change everywhere I go. We're not conformed to this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, verse 14, his servant was healed the same hour. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. His wife's mother lying sick with a fever. Peter had a house. He wasn't a broke fisherman by the sea. He was Jewish. And I've never met a poor Jew. How about you? Amen forever. He saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her. One touch of the Messiah. He was touching everywhere he went, not just words. And then people were thronging and touching him everywhere he went, not just words. Words led to the touch. Can I get an amen? Words led to the action. So he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and served them. Servant's heart. Notice, Peter was a lover. He had his wife's mother living with him in his own home. He honored his father and mother, which is why it went very well for Peter. And with long life, the Lord satisfied Peter, which is the first commandment with promise, honoring your father and mother. Can I get an amen? amen. On that note, thank you, parents, to all you do. We love you. Bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. She arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many, say many, who were demon-possessed. These aren't saved people. He didn't go to the cross yet. These are Samaritans. These are heathens. These are people who are possessed by the devil, overran by the devil. But notice there's always a sect of people in the church that bring people to Jesus. They brought him to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word. Didn't have a deliverance room. Didn't sit with a devil for more than a week. Didn't sit with a devil for more than an hour because everyone was healed under an hour. Amen? That means demons were cast out under an hour as well. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah to God. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Notice that that goes hand in hand. The casting out of devils and the healing of all who were sick. Verse 17 that it might be fulfilled. Say fulfilled. Well, that's past tense, isn't it? Fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took, say took, took our infirmities. That word in Greek is literally pains. He himself took our pains. Therefore, I curse and rebuke any pain that would try to cross the bloodline and hit my body. No, you don't, Satan. You're defeated in Jesus' name. I lived in Maui for six months, and on the way to work, I hit a pack of deer on a little scooter because there's no helmet law in Maui. I didn't wear one. Amen? <laughs> and then I landed on my shoulder because six deers jumped out at me at 5 a.m., landed on my shoulder, shattered my shoulder. They flew me and Clarissa to the big island, and they did surgery on the shoulder. They said they put in a plate and 11 pins. I don't know. I wasn't taking notes. I was just believing for perfect healing. I had already had surgery on that shoulder, a torn labrum. And they said I wasn't going to be able to golf, and it did affect my golf game. And I couldn't really do this too well from the previous surgery. And um, after that, they said, yeah, you probably won't have a good golf game either. <laughs> and the golf game got better, amen? <laughs> and I'm so glad that surgery happened because my shoulder was better than the previous surgery, amen? They fixed it all out, and I'm still believing I have a brand new shoulder. And I looked at the x-rays, and that was, what year was that? 2010? 2009? I'm looking through the class right here. It's a wonderful observatory. <laughs> looking in. Anyways, it got better, amen? But when I was working at Whole Foods one day, before I met Benny Hinn and started our private chef business, <laughs> I was cutting meats, and there's a pain that hit my shoulder right there. And I said, as I was slicing out loud in Whole Foods, no, you don't, devil. <laughs> you don't touch my arm. That's been healed in Jesus' name. The pain left within 30 seconds, amen? Haven't had any pain in that shoulder ever since. What was that, 2012 maybe? Yeah. 2013? Amen. Praise God forever. 
God's healing power works. The word works if you're filled with it. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Because of the word. The word is living inside of me. John 1, 1 says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus himself is the living word. He dwells within thee. When evening had come, they brought to him many demon possessed. He cast out the spirits with a word and healed all, not one person left out, who were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying he himself took our pains and bore our sicknesses. The original, he's quoting here, Isaiah 53, 4. So he brought the Old Testament into the New Testament. Can I get an amen? When Peter won 3,000 souls into the church, he brought Joel in the Old Testament into the New Testament and preached Joel. Amen? When Jesus resisted the devil three times in the wilderness, he brought the Old Testament into the New Testament and chased the devil off with the written word of God. Amen. The word works old and new. New Testament prophets kept it in their lips. It'll work the same just for me and you. Just like Proverbs 4.20 will work for you today. Can I get an amen? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. If he did it then, he'll do it again. Amen forever. Good days of victory are here at last. Good days for the church. 2023, our word for the year is you shall rejoice and see. And then the word for 2024 you already gave me was it's the year of the open door. And that's true in the natural too. The White House door is open for a new person to come in. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. How dare gas prices try to hit $7 in California a gallon? You know, I thought they'd go really low before the election, you know, but that's just a sign that he's out. <laughs> I love those little stickers, buying stickers on the gas pumps. I get this. Don't you love those? And those little, remember those real Bernie Sanders stickers on the back of license plates? That was just a, a notice and a red flag to me. Stay away from this driver. He barely knows how to drive. And sure enough, beat down cars, always have the same two bumper stickers, coexist and Bernie Sanders. I stay away from those just as much as I do Teslas. There was a girl going through the 91 toll road in a Tesla. I shouldn't say girl. She was a grandma in her 80s. And when the camera went off on the toll road, she was asleep behind her wheel of the Tesla, and it was on autopilot. Stay away from Teslas, amen? <laughs> Another cool bumper sticker you see on this. I stay away from Priuses, too. If you have a Prius, no offense. You're a good driver. Praise God. There has to be one. <laughs> but those bumper stickers that say, cool Prius, nobody. <laughs> I love that. Again, so I fired the biggest trucks in the gym parking lot. Feel free. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Brought the Old Testament into the new. Same with tithing. There's, there's teachers and preachers. If you're not in good health, check up on your tithing first. That's the first place I would go to. Because tithing brings its own benefits. That's found in the Italian prophet, Malachi. If you like to turn there with me. I'm biased being part Italian. Malachi 3, verse 8 says, Will a man rob God? So if you don't tithe, you're robbing God. And if you do tithe, you really haven't given anything of yours to God because God says the tithe is his. Will a man rob God, yet you've robbed me? But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse, for you've robbed me, even the whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse where you're getting fed, the church, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, the only book of the Bible God offers you to try him in, says the Lord of hosts, heaven's armies. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And this is the only promise of God doing something about Satan on your behalf, who's loosed on planet Earth. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. So if sickness tries to overtake me, if an accident tries to overtake in my family, if uh, poverty or lack try touching me, I say, no, you don't, Satan. Here's my tither's card. You can't come in just because I'm a tither. Just because I'm a tither. Just because I give 10 cents on every dollar to God, he promised me that the devourer is rebuked for my sake. People struggle, Christians struggle their whole life with an infirmity or an affliction and they don't know what's letting the devil in. 
and they're not tithers. That's it right there. It's just that simple. Jesus said, if you're faithful with the least, you'll be given more. Amen. Faithful with little. Ruler over much. And I tip waiters more than that. How about you? 20%. Amen. Not 10. I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, your business, your job, always expecting more and promotion. Tithers writes, amen. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. You'll always have a job. Kenneth Copeland's dad, during the Great Depression, which I read story after story of billionaires and millionaires during the Great Depression, didn't suffer a lick. So it's probably just the Depression. Wasn't that great? There were people flourishing during the Depression, amen? But his dad was flourishing, always with a job, never without a job during the whole Depression because he was a tither. The devourer was rebuked for his sake and the vine never failed to bear fruit for him in the field, in the world, amen? Says the Lord of hosts, heaven's armies, and all nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Gee, I pray for a new president who will be a tithing president in the U.S. Treasury and eliminate a $29 trillion deficit or whatever it is just because he ties to the church and ties the state to the church in which the state was founded on. Can I get it? Amen. This nation was founded upon the church. The Constitution was founded upon the Bible. Amen. Church and state. The church created the state. Amen. Hallelujah. We get a tithing treasury. The world's going to marvel. All nations will call the U.S. blessed. For it will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Gas prices will go back down to 89 cents a gallon. Amen. I remember taking a cross-country road trip and hitting Oklahoma from Los Angeles. And gas prices were 89 cents a gallon. I said, this is the place to be. Look at this. No electric flying vehicle for me. Big tracks. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then we see Malachi 3. And tithing, also outlined in Deuteronomy 26, Jesus brought it into the New Testament in Hebrews 7 through 9. Now Jesus is our faith and merciful high priest who takes tithes and presents them before the Father, a living sacrifice, well-pleasing in his sight. I cannot afford not to tithe. How about you? It just ain't worth it. I don't want to end up in a junky car with a Bernie Sanders and coexist sticker on my license plate. How about you? I'm going to be a tither all the days of my life until Jesus comes. Can I get an amen? It protects us. It protects your job, protects your family, protects your business. Everything you put your hand to prospers as you stay in financial covenant with God. Can I get an amen? First Peter 2.21, if you'll turn there with me. I'm loading you with the word today. Amen. You're going to leave fuller, fuller than when you came in more empowered, more in faith, hallelujah, and the demon crafts plans will not prosper or flourish over the church of the living God. We are the great resistor on planet earth. The word of the living God planted in our hearts resists all forms of evil. They shall not prosper because of the word on planet earth in the hearts of every believer. First Peter chapter two, We'll start in verse 21. For to this you were called. Say, I'm called. I'm chosen. I was preordained before the earth was formed. That's what scripture said. You were preordained before the earth even. God knew your name before there ever was an earth. For to this you were called because Christ, Christ wasn't Jesus' last name, Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. You got to watch where you trans translate that in the scriptures. But it either means the anointed one or his anointing. Because Christ, the anointed one, also suffered for us. Say, suffered for me. Say, suffered all things for me. So I don't have to. Whenever the devil tries to convince you that you have to suffer, just know you're dealing with the spirit called Antichrist who tries to deny everything Jesus already accomplished. Antichrist get, I'm under Christ. He suffered for me, so I don't have to. Ha, ha, ha. Amen forever. 
Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. What are his steps? He goes on to say, verse 22, who committed no sin, nor was deceit any lying vanity ever found in his mouth. That's the key to successful flourishing life. No deceit, no lies, no Dr. Fauci, no news media found in our lips, no lies from the pit of hell, but truth, the truth of the living God kept in our mouths. Nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled by sinners and the Jewish sect, the religious high priests even of the day, did not revile in return. Didn't curse him out, didn't cuss him out. <laughs> I confess, Father. <laughs> yes, just last week on the freeway, there I was without the children, in which I drive very moderately in the big Lincoln, because I have the kids, and Clarissa always bugs me, why are you driving so slow? Because I'm a father, I'm a protector, that's why I don't want you dead, nor the girls. <laughs> so I, I cruise at about 45 miles per hour with the kids. But when I'm alone, they don't know how fast I go. That's why I had all these motorcycles, so I can get it out when they're not with me and go 120 on the back hills of Palm Springs, amen, forever. Fly through Ortega. And then I go a little faster when I'm by myself. And there was this girl, on the freeway down by Dana Point, and there was this big truck, and I had to get over, and she honked at me from like a mile away. And I saw a little rainbow sticker on the back of her, Ford Escape. <laughs> that just tells me woke. <laughs> so those are the ones to mess with, right? Right? Are we all in the same boat? Are you, say, are you a Christian? Are you awake, not woke? Are you awake and not woke? I hope we're not sold out here. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. But she honked at me and laid into it. I was pretty far ahead of her. And so, hey, the kids aren't here. <laughs> I don't get it. And I never do that. That's why I just repented. <laughs> and I chased her and then just laid into the horn. And she, she drove by and looked at me. Caught up with her, laid into her. It was awesome. It felt so good. Got out that aggression. The kids weren't there. If the kids and Clarissa were there, I would have never done it. Amen? Don't look at me so holy. Please! Has anyone here ever committed a sin? All the liars can leave right now. Thank you very much. But you're a pastor. But I'm a human. That's why I just repented. I'm cleansed. Did you repent? Because <laughs> if you didn't repent, you're not cleansed, amen? Yeah. Ever yell at somebody? A daughter, maybe? A child? Would you stop touching me? <laughs> <laughs> Things husbands and fathers do without their families. That's going to be my first book title. Watch, it's going to make it. <laughs> Laughter, here's some word. Laughter doeth good like a medicine. If you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't laugh, you're defeated. I laugh at the devil every day. Joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. This is all scripture. Amen. I'm giving you more word than a lot of people out there. Note it. I repent again. <laughs> Just had that image of me tracing that girl in the car again. So Jesus brought tithing into the New Testament. He's now our faithful, merciful high priest. But when he was reviled, persecuted, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Notice the Democrats are full of threatens. The church ought not to be, especially if they're threatening us. No, we're born again. We live forever. You won't die. <laughs> it's just the truth. You're separated. Who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. I noted right there, when Jesus was persecuted or pressure came, that's when he pressed into God. When persecution or pressure comes your way, that's when you should press into God. 
When poverty or lack, sickness or disease tries to come on you, that's when you press and put pressure on the blessing. Because the blessing's got you covered, amen? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh you rich. And he adds no painful toiling or suffering or sorrow with it. That's when you put pressure on God, amen? He's your caretaker. He's your father. Sometimes we're just so stupid. We think we can do a better job than God can taking care of our needs. But God is the ultimate. He created you, your world, and everything in it. My children know that God is our source. Amen forever. God's our source. When I die, he lives forever. Hallelujah to God. You're a child of God. You should know without a shadow of a doubt that God is your source forever. Say forever. But that's how Jesus dealt with persecution and pressure. He pressed into God in those moments and did not retaliate against men. Took it out of the devil, yeah. We see that. Whip the devil everywhere he goes. There's a holy hatred for the devil. But we're called to love men. Of course, I ended up praying for that woman on the freeway. Amen. <laughs> bless her, Lord. Get that stupid sticker off her car and bless her in Jesus' precious name. You love her. I love her. I said, ministry and spirits into her harvest field right now. I bind the devil off of her life. I claim her salvation in Jesus' name. She'll never have a Bernie Sanders or Coke sticker on her plate as long as she lives. Amen forever. And bless them. Amen. And turn it around just like Jesus did. Who himself, say himself, bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Then we having died to sins, say I'm dead to sin. And I've been given dominion over it. Might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Say in your redneck voice with me. I were healed. Come on. <laughs> well, if you were healed, you are healed. Amen. Jesus meant business when he said it was finished. That's where word took place on the cross. I were healed. If I were healed, I am healed. Say, I'm healed. I am healed. It's good to be healed. It's good to have health. You see all these evil people with lots of money. If you got in there, you'd see their health. It ain't too pretty. Can't even enjoy the money they somehow obtained. By whose stripes? You were healed. Jesus is the complete, perfect package. Prosperity, health and healing, dominion over sin, salvation for all time. By whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. The shepherd and overseer of your souls. Romans 12.1 says this, I beseech you, Therefore, brethren, from arguably the greatest Christian who ever lived, Paul the Apostle, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, not a dead sacrifice, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So even your mind should be in on that. You think that, that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I give it to God daily. Paul said, I died daily and nailed his flesh against the cross daily so that he may live for Christ. This body belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to take good care of it. I want to see the length of my days. Amen. How about you? With long life, he satisfies us and shows us his salvation. But this is a part of worship that a lot of Christians forget, that their body was bought with a high price called the blood of Jesus. And they fail to present their bodies to the Lord. But your body's cleansed with the washing of the word and the blood of the lamb. But you're not supposed to fall back into sin in which he gave you jurisdiction over. My body's righteous. My body's pure. And I'm holy. And the Bible says without holiness, no man shall see God. So if we're not living holy lives, you ain't going to see him. This is just a fact. The scripture says it. 
But I want to see him, amen? I'm anticipating his return. I want to see when he comes, amen? And takes me up in glory. And with holiness, I'll see the Father face to face. Hallelujah. Presenting my body a living sacrifice unto the Father, just like Jesus. Just like Jesus did. And finally, we'll wrap up here in the book of James. Jesus' half-brother, who became a Christian after the cross, just like me and you. Didn't believe in Jesus when he was his brother, but believed after the cross and became a pastor. I love the book of James for how simple it is. Amen? Gets right to the point. He's dealing with the Jews of the day. He was a Jew, just like all the disciples. But James 3, 8. Again, the title message is the tongue of the wise. We'll start in verse 5 through 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body. What does the tongue? If there's any young people listening online who are dating, don't kiss with the tongue. That'll lead you into hell. <laughs> it's the tongue. The tongue is where the power's at. Amen? All my girls know they ain't kissing before their wedding day. The first kiss will be on their wedding day. Amen forever. Any of you got daughters out there? Holiness. <laughs> I'm seeing sins just flash before my eyes all over the place. <laughs> Aren't you glad they're dead and gone? That you're not living in them no more? That you're freed from your past? I know I am, amen? Say it's under the blood. Those who are forgiven much, love much. Remember. Hallelujah. Forgiven much, love much. Glory to God. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, natural man. But no man can tame the tongue. No natural man can tame his own tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue. We've been doing prayer meetings every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at noon o'clock here. And praying in the Holy Spirit in the gift of tongues is so huge for a blessed life. You can't tame your own tongue, but the Holy Spirit in you can through praying in tongues. That's why he gave us the gift of the tongues, was to tame our natural tongue supernaturally. Praying in tongues is a supernatural gift, amen? It builds you up on your most holy faith. It keeps you in the love of God, just like Jude 20 says. So I pray all day, amen? Under my breath, I'm always praying in tongues. Hallelujah. No, I won't kill her. I'll let her go and pray for her. Praying in tongues, amen? Keeping ourselves in the love of God. The love of God constrains us. The love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. He is love, and he's living in us. Amen? You may want to lash out. Tongues is right there. The Holy Spirit's right there. The love of God, the power of God's already in you. No, I'm going to choose to walk in love. I'm going to walk in love all the days of my life, my only commandment, and see good days ahead, just like Jesus did, who for the joy laid before him, endured the cross saw good days real good days now every child every person on account who's been to heaven said they saw jesus laughing i don't think god would ever have a serious thought if it wasn't for sin the scriptures say god laughs i know someone if they don't have the joy of the lord they're usually in sin Something's got them. I'm only attracted to ministers, men of God, even women of God, who laugh, who have joy. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
if they don't have joy, something's blocking them. Something's off. No sin, joy just overflows. The joy of the Lord is your strength. If you can't laugh at the devil, he's going to laugh at you. Laugh him on. The joy of the Lord, your strength. Father, I pray over every person under the sound of my voice today. If they have any weight, any burden of sin, that they'll agree with you right now and completely remove it out of their life so that the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, the health of God, the wealth of God, the blessing of God can flow through their lives in Jesus' precious name. I ask that they give it to you right now and turn from it and repent from any sin, any yoke of bondage, which even Paul the Apostle said, so easily tries to ensnare and beset us. We give you every sin, every trespass, every chronic sin even, that's become addiction in Jesus' precious name. And we cast it over on you, Lamb of Life, and put it under the blood. And your word says, as we do that, you'll remember it no more. And as far as the east is from the west, so far have you removed our transgressions from us. And you cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And purify us. And make us holy once again. The only sin God can't forget is unrepented sin. If you're living in unrepented sin, you're on your way to hell. You can leave them. You can leave the kingdom. But if you get right with God this morning and online, you can live a blessed life and a blessed assurance knowing that when I die, I'm going to heaven. That I'm going to make it. That I'm under the blood of the Lamb. I ain't living in sin no more. Sin is under my feet and I have jurisdiction and dominion and authority over it. So sin get. Get out of these people's lives in Jesus' name. I take full authority over them in the power of the Holy Spirit and drive that out of their lives. That thing that's been plaguing them, affecting them. If it's offense even, if it's strife, a little fox that's trying to spoil the kingdom in their life and the blessings you died to give them. We drive it far from their houses in Jesus' precious name, far from their minds, far from their hearts far from their souls and bodies. No sin, no sickness. No sin, no disease. We bless you, Father, that we are red as crimson, white as snow, because of your blood. That we can stand boldly, face to face with you, because of your shed blood over our lives. We receive a fresh anointing, a fresh impartation, and a fresh dose of your love and your Holy Spirit in which you died to give us. Fill every member, fill every heart, completely overflowing with the love of God. <laughs> Fruit of God, rise up and rise up big enough. No more contaminants, no more blockages. Trying to interfere with their born again nature and fruit. And Holy Spirit, I thank you. You are the gift giver as well. That gifts of the Holy Spirit flow freely in each life represented here today. Gifts of healings, gifts of faith, gifts of wisdom and knowledge, gifts of prophecy and tongues, gifts of discernment, a supernatural lifestyle, a supernatural life which you died to give us. Bless you, Lord. Thank you for your cleansing blood. We give you all the glory, all the praises, that the reason we're blessed and saved and going to heaven is only because of your blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you forevermore. I love you. Some may need to recommit to him today. I recommit my life to you today. I love you. Your word says you'll never leave me or forsake me. Though I've left you in the past, you're still right here. Thank you for never leaving. 
I receive you afresh. Lamb of life. Come on in and do new things with me. Thank you for what's ahead. A new beginning. To a new month. And a new year. Bless you, Father. Thank you for doing it. Every heart purified. Every mind cleansed with the word of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. One final verse, Daniel 12, 3, says, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. You were made righteous by the blood. Now we're called to make many more righteous by shedding that same blood on them. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you today for your power and your glory where two or three are gathered. Thank you for every partner, every friend, every family member in the family of faith. I bless them today. Thank you for the best week they've ever had. The best ending of a year they've ever had. That in one moment, you can turn our lives around. Within an hour. Within an hour. Give you all the praises. For one touch, one word from heaven can change our entire position. Thank you, Lord. We bless you for your holy written word and your Holy Spirit that move hand in hand. Glory, glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Remission of sins, cleansing of the body. Removal of sin, healing of the flesh. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's working. Praise Jesus. Work in us mightily until you come again. Amen. Amen. Bless you all. Happy Sunday. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out from Uganda, Bangladesh, <laughs> from all around the world. We love you guys. We bless you. We're going to take up our tithes and offerings first of the month. Hallelujah. I've taken this as our first official meeting, our first official offering. Father, I thank you that we can't have give you. Thank you that as we bless you with what you've given us, you bless us in return way more than we can bless you. So I bless this offering as you have. You're our faithful, merciful high priest, Lord Jesus. You present our tithes and offerings before the Father, a sweet-smelling sacrifice and savor in his eyes and sight. I thank you that it's written for a 30, 60, and 100-fold return on every dollar, every seed sown into good ground to the church of the living God. Hallelujah to God. We bless you for doing it. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. I wanted to just play something for you here. Is it cold? official, amen? <laughs> Cox said they couldn't get us internet, which is real fast, or a phone line within two weeks, and I said, no, we're not going with you. AT&T did it the next day. Amen forever. So we're up and running. So yeah, I need to start our new account still, Faith and Freedom with the bank, but we are tax exempt. 
So you can be a first depositor into that account, but I'm moving everything over to that account anyway, so praise God forever. Elisha Mark Ministries and Word of the Ranch still work? And we'll probably work until Jesus comes, amen? Since I'll leave that up and run it as well. And just combine everything into a flourishing church, amen? Believe with me this week that somebody gets reached for Christ this week and that we're the ones to reach them, saving the lost at all costs, which reaps up rewards in heaven. You are now banned from the first row, Jan. Thank you for coming today. We love you guys. Oh, is that our product offer? Is that our product offer? If you sow $22.20 a day, I guarantee your 22 will be great. <laughs> You'll never find me doing that. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, ways to give online are scrolling across your screen. If you have a tithe and offering, just lift it up to the Lord. Father, we bless this offering. We thank you for more to give, more to bless others with. We thank you for souls saved online and in the streets. We bless you, Lord, that you died to give life to all men, living bread to dying men all around this world. We partner with you and your church on planet Earth, and we bless you and we thank you for a hundredfold return harvest for the wealth of the wicked to come into the church and into the hands of the just this year to do mighty things for the kingdom and to have a safe, fair election with. We give you all the glory and all the praises for wealth transferences this year. And I attach my faith to my seed today and believe for a swift wealth transfer from the hands of the wicked into the hands of the just this year, 2023, before 2024, the year of the open door. I bless you and thank you for it, for a hundredfold return, as your word says, in Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen. I love you. We love you. And Jesus is Lord. We have little offering buckets if you'd like to pass it. Sure. Five loaves, two fish. Thank you. And then there's a box on the door too for offerings and ways to give our line around there. But thank you for partnering with us. We love you. Amen. Amen. I believe we're good soil. Praise God forever for the Lord increasing us more and more. Us and our children. You are blessed of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. All right, we'll be here Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at noon for prayer. Our Wednesday night service is at 6 p.m. I'm believing to pass out 3,000 flyers before November 1st. Amen forever. I'll quicken my steps and yours. Amen forever. We love you guys. Be being blessed. I think we're going with lasagna this week. That was the consensus. I'm making lasagna for Wednesday night service. Wednesday night's now my favorite night of the week. Praise God forever. If you're going to splurge, splurge at church. There's grace here. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Love you all. You're all blessed. Highly favored and called. Have a great week. Thank See you all soon.